you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Around the League podcast has a deep respect for mailmen. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the League podcast. My name is Dan Hamzis, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes, Chris Wessling, Mark Sessler, and Greg Rosenthal. What up, boys? Hey, Dan. Dan. What was that? You stole my hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Ooh, that is a weird no, way to start is, the show. Yeah, that is. That's ominous. Yeah, right that's off the bat, a Bunsen burner blowtorch. Well, I know that there, there's a competitive, heat. a competitive nature to this particular Friday program, and I'm just putting my game face on Well, that is Wes. trying to get Wesley off his game. That's Ooh. his opener. Wes is like a little red <laughs> in the face about this. this Greg started mind games. <laughs> it was sort of mocking Wes in a way, oh, more oh. than competing with him. It was an impression. That's all right. Unlike most players, I'm better when I'm mad. Mm. Oh, well, that Can't was. Can't wait. <laughs> this is all an illusion. Greg said that it's a day of competition. We are bringing back the award-winning series. It has not won any awards, actually, or been nominated for an award. But that hypothetically could happen down the line. Our somewhat well-known game, Go Get My Lunch, Go Get My Award, the last part of both of those are implied. Ah, thank you, Greg. So we're going to play that game, and it's going to be a dr- special draft edition where we're going to get into some predictions and then try to goad each other into some sandwich wagers. Uh, and, Mark, thank you very much. We mm. spoke about it on Wednesday's podcast that we didn't really want to move forward with Go Get My Sandwich until you paid up your sandwiches, and you did it. And you did it in spades on Thursday in afternoon. Style. In style. Great sandwiches from Eastboro in downtown Culver City. Delicious. Elaborate, high-octane sandwich contraptions. Vietnamese sandwiches, correct? Some banh yes. action. How much did that set you back, by the way? Uh, that's not important. The, the, they were pricey as sandwiches go. They were high-octane. I never actually laid eyes on what they looked like in the flesh. I mean, I only saw them wrapped in paper. Because I'm, you don't like flesh. 
That's fair. It's you interesting don't like that you sandwiches. Flesh. Hmm? You don't even like sandwiches. He doesn't even like calling them sandwiches. He called them contraptions on the last podcast. <laughs> but thank you. You are a man of your word. Lannister always pays his debts, they say on Game of Thrones. A Sessler always pays his debts. So we're back at zero. No one owes anyone a sandwich at this point. Well, technically, I think I might owe Greg one. Oh, so you have not paid up yet. Yeah, <laughs> That's but- a good point. So it's a good thing that it was... Wait, I, yeah. t- I timely got mine out of the way. Mark you actually-, actually still owe sandwiches. Well, Mark actually, <laughs> actually went above and beyond and bought an extra sandwich. You pretty much paid Dan's debt for him. I... Well, that covers bar tabs over the years. I think we're, I think we're all even <laughs> That is now. fair. Um, no, I, I thought I said that I would get your sandwich, and then you said, don't worry about it. I don't remember to that. To Greg, this is being said. <laughs> all right, how about this? By the time this podcast is heard by the listeners, I will have bought you lunch today. All right. Wait a minute. That? No, 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 because no, that was it. Dan's. We're I got you covered. Uh, we're good. Okay. So we're, we're, we're all clean. Set. Oh, we're settled. Okay. So, okay. See, it's a very complicated game on some level. <laughs> We're going to get into the game, but before we do that, um, as we always do, there's a lot of kind of news out there. The draft is now, what, six days away. So we turn to the gold standard, the man behind the glass. How you doing, buddy? Happy Friday. You know, uh, Friday was happy for you last week. You, you had the phone call of the, the woman. Fully that, expecting another today. <laughs> there will be no no call coming your way today. So you said is, last time, Dan. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so stay on your toes, basically. Hey, let's do some news. Let's do it. Houston Texans general manager Rick Smith had his pre-draft press conferences. That's going on all over the league right now. Uh, front offices are are sitting in front of reporters and telling them nothing. But, you know, we all do this anyway because it's part of the machine that we are part of. And Rick Smith said on Thursday that we are, quote, obviously open to moving out of the first pick. I wish you weren't a liar. I don't know. Is he lying? It, it seems like you're, you have the number one overall pick, and they, they have an area in need. They have potentially Jadavian Clowney, Ian Rappaport, our NFL media insider, reported on Thursday's edition of Total Access that the consensus among all the teams kind of in the mix seems to be Clowney is the guy that will go number one. But the Texans, maybe they're holding out for a deal they can't refuse. I don't think anything's changed since last podcast when we said it's a lot harder than you think to trade out of number one. Whether they want to do it or not, of course they're open for business. Yeah, how could that be a lie? Meet my asking price, and you got you got the number well, one pick. They could be absolutely in love with Clowney, and this has been a game of deception they've been playing this whole time trying what, to see. What, what gain would that do? What is the point of that as a lie? There is no point. What do you mean? Like, what is the what possible advantage would they have to smokescreen anyone to thinking that they're open for a trade when they're not and they're really <laughs> they, they have the one pick there's nothing they better can than have they can. anyone they want that's their goal is achieved if they, if they know who they want right unless someone comes out of the wilderness to use a Sessler term right. and pulls a Ditka right that's but what we're saying it, but that, wouldn't that make them inherently open that's to why trading the lying. pick but they're not. That's not going to happen. If this was mock law, what? This, you're out this of the would chair. Be over. Case closed. Out of order. It's over. It's over. <laughs> no, you're out of order. Greg, uh, leaning hard on your high school. Uh, oh, I was just excited. What was that? Uh, you were in the model Congress. I was in model yeah. Congress. I was Did in this, mock law. Was this too, when actually. you tried to convince? <laughs> when you tried to convince America to get rid of the penny? That was one of the uh, legislative endeavors. I model Congress I still sounds a tad that. dirty. 
It sounds like there's not a lot of girlfriends attached to something like that. Is that fair? Or uh, I didn't struggle for girls in high school, but I definitely wasn't finding them at Model Congress, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it easier to conceive um, a team trading up more than ever before because you don't have to pay, in theory, someone like Sam Bradford $5,000 million million dollars guaranteed it, it's theoretically more about yeah but you still have to meet each other's asking prices i think, I think that's more about you have to find common ground on on how you value picks i, I could see them trading i love this quote from rick smith i know if we select first it's a unique opportunity obviously to be the first pick so if we do select there i know who we feel good about there if we move then obviously variables come into play that's three ifs in two sentences <laughs> And oh, God, he, when is the draft? I He's know. got us there. He says he knows who he wants. I believe it, and I believe uh, that they'd be open to trading. Why not? Um, and then on a side note, Ian Rappaport also said Thursday, you know, the, the Falcons met with Clowney twice in the last two weeks, so they're a team that obviously people are connecting the dots that they could make a play to get to number one. Another team, Rappaport reports, is that the Buffalo Bills, who currently sit at number nine, they may also attempt to make a move up. Um, of course, the the big thing here is, first of all, the number one pick hasn't been traded in 10 years now. That was the Eli Manning mm. draft. And number two, the understanding around the league is that if, if you are going to do business with the Texans, you better be ready to sell the farm because it's going to be very costly. I think one place where you could see some major trade activity begin is at that number four and number five spot where Cleveland and Oakland sit. Both GMs came out with some over-the-top praise for the wide receivers, the Sammy Watkins and the Mike Evans, and there's a lot of teams that want one of those guys potentially. That's where I think someone might jump in. Hmm. I'm not buying the Bills trading up. What, what do the Bills need? A quarterback. They do. They're like a quarterback away from being a playoff team. So how does it help to move up to number one and not draft a quarterback? Well, that's that's if their off front office feels the same way you do. I mean, they just use the fr- uh, first round pick to take a quarterback, right? But it's not. And he like, wasn't ready to play at all. It's not like with EJ Manuel, they're one difference maker away from the playoffs. Yeah. But how about Wesley? How about if they believe behind? closed doors, back channels that the Rams potentially could pull Manziel out of a hat at number two, in theory. If you're Buffalo and you I really want to surprise... my closed doors. Maybe you do need to move up to number one, because where are you going to move up? You've got Jacksonville at number three, Cleveland at number four, and Oakland at number so five. So you're saying the Bills might want Johnny Manziel? Doesn't Is that what you're likely, saying, Mark? But I, I, could, I wouldn't... If you wanted to do something totally surprising, that, that would be so Buffalo would plugging their biggest hole with the most exciting player in football. Suddenly, you're not moving to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the idea of Johnny Manziel being in the AFC East for a decade. I think they could draft a mid-round quarterback, but even that would be a pleasant surprise because they just seem to be parroting this line that EJ Manuel's their guy. And not only that, but they don't want to displace Thad Lewis, the greatest backup in the league. It doesn't <laughs> make any everyone on that roster. <laughs> I went back and watched Manuel this week. I've started to go back, and he just wasn't ready to play at all. There was very little positive. And maybe he improves a lot, and they like him behind closed doors for his off-field stuff and all that. But he was so far from ready to play. And it's, we're talking about a quarterback that's had three knee surgeries. Right. That gets forgotten. And also, I would be shocked if they used a first-round pick on a QB because that – 
in the in the NFL, going back to back first round picks on a quarterback is a huge acknowledgement of organizational <laughs> failure. And I think pride alone could keep them from doing something like that. Moving forward, Johnny Manziel has already come up in the podcast. I got a feeling he's going to come up a little more once we get to our game a little later. Um, here's an interesting post, Greg. You wrote it earlier today in a poll of 17 NFL personnel. People conducted with Bob McGinn of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Eight of them chose Johnny Manziel as the top quarterback. Four chose Blake Bortles, while two folks, you said folks, nice Greg, two folks, very folksy, chose Teddy Bridgewater and Derek Carr. Even Zach Mettenberger got a vote. Greg. I think it's just typical of this draft class that Manziel is the closest thing we have to a consensus, but he didn't even get. 50% 50% of the first place votes. He also asked 20 executives whether they believed Johnny Manziel would be a hit or a miss. And 12 of them said that he would be a miss. And he's just the perfect symbol, I think, of this new type of quarterback that the NFL really doesn't know what to do with. Even though he's the best quarterback in this draft, half the league basically thinks he's going to be a washout. How would you like to find out that the team that you root for is uh, being operated by a general manager that voted Zach Mettenberger as the best quarterback. <laughs> hubba, in the draft. So home run. That wouldn't make me feel good at all. From what I've read about Zach Mettenberger, he's he's essentially a 36 year old Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> That's great. And, <laughs> that, that sounds awful. And as the gold standard knows behind the glass, you never trust a Zach that spells it with an H. Absolutely true, because that would be Zach. <laughs> Zach is not correct. <laughs> and the patron saint of Zach's, Zach Morris, of course, Saved with by a the K, bell. Zach Attack. That, mm. that's how you spell the name. Totally. Great, I'm with you. Great band, Zach Attack. They had some nice mm. nice numbers, as I, my father would say. I like the comparison in the article a couple executives made to Michael Vick. And they were basically saying Manziel and Vick, they, they put them together. And they're saying, was, was Vick's career even a hit or a miss? How would you classify it because they think Manziel will have some big ups some downs you know he made a lot of money he got people excited he won a playoff game or two he went to federal prison right well that's that's a whole another thing but otherwise it, there are some similarities there I yeah. don't I thought that was an interesting question I, I did not have an answer for whether his career is a hit or a miss I think if you took away the dogfighting, which is a big if, but we're just talking about play on the field. I'd give it a slight hit. Wouldn't you say that Vic had to force old thinking coaches to rethink how the positions played? And that's where I think Manziel Mm -hmm. is probably out of the game for a big chunk of teams because of the coaches they have in place that say, we don't know what to do with him or we don't want to figure out what to do with him. He's got to fit with the right team, as did Vic, but I I think it's an interesting comparison. I wrote about that this morning that Jake Plummer and Doug Flutie both kind of worry that once NFL coaches get their hands on Manziel, they'll take the fun out of his game. They'll turn him into a robot, and he won't be able to succeed like that. It, it's a different NFL. There are no Drew Bledsoe's coming out. It's just a matter of how athletic your quarterback is because they're all somewhat athletic. Like A guy like Mike Glennon gets tabbed as an unathletic guy, and if you watch it, he's a lot more athletic than a Brady or Manny. They're all athletic, and it's like the NFL is now trying to figure out what are we going to do with these guys? Because Manziel's a lot closer to a Russell Wilson or a Kaepernick. The league's cha- It's very interesting to watch. Mike Mayock had his final conference call with reporters on Thursday afternoon. I found the most entertaining part of the press conference is when he excused himself to use the men's room. 
said he'd be gone 30 <laughs> seconds, was gone probably 45 to 50 seconds. That's quick. That actually. What did you deduce from that? I don't want. I don't, I don't think I should get into it. That makes me think less of him because if you're going to interrupt the call, I feel like that should be for something serious. Vanish for forty three or seconds. Four minutes. Big deal. I also the other thing I like. I guess <laughs> right, this, exactly. <laughs> this bring a newspaper with you. This tells you you know how much I really took out of it, but um, it's not true. But I also liked when he whenever he gets stern with the guy screening the calls, the guy that's in charge of it, and he's like, "Next caller." And you could tell. Oh, he's a Mike moderator. Mayock. Yeah, moderator. Let's pick up the pace. Uh, so anyway, Mayock said <laughs> on Thursday. Boy. That's Wes. If Wes gets to the point where he's doing national conference calls, oh, that's so Wes. What? <laughs> I could see I that. have very good people skills. I would never what? treat any. In the service you say industry, you hate people. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> That's just what I say. I but with, like, <laughs> I once had a girlfriend and her sister didn't treat like the waitress well. And it was like grounds for breaking up. Mm. Well, yeah, and and you're right. You're you're good in in people to people scenarios, but you also refuse to go shopping for fear of being around too many humans. Do you know the kinds of creeps that hang out in shopping malls? <laughs> Moms. <laughs> you don't want to be there. Anyway, Mike Mike, Mike Mayock said that six wide receivers in his mind could go in the first round. This is the group, and it's a very good group. Clemson's Sammy Watkins. Texas A&M's Mike Evans. Those are uh, consensus, the top two wide receivers here. And then we have LSU's Odell Beckham, Oregon State's Brandon Cooks, uh, Florida State's Kelvin Benjamin, and USC's Marquise Lee. And he also said he he expected five cornerbacks to come off the board. Uh, that's 11 of 32 draft picks. Using my math, that mm. is, what, 11, 22, th- that's one-third just about? Is That's accurate, right? He also said five tackles, I think. So that half the first round, tackles, cornerbacks, and uh, wide receivers. There you go. Well, right off the bat. Better could... than last year when it was Jokel and Fisher. Oh, Man, that, that, oh, that, that was, was so boring. That was brutal. <laughs> but you could say the Jets, the <laughs> Eagles, the Chiefs, the Panthers, the 49ers, all primary targets for wide receivers potentially. And, and that's, there's more. He did say, uh, also, uh, a, a New York reporter asked what the Jets would do. He predicted Beckham would go to the Jets. Uh, they do need a wide receiver. Moving forward, Mark, quarterbacks. Quarterback talk, Cleveland Browns. This is always fun. You know, Vince Young and Tyler Thigpen both worked out with the team this week, and we were kind of led to believe as a general public that they were going to pick one of them. And it turned out on Thursday that they signed both, Mark. So Vince Young and Tyler Thigpen are both now on the Cleveland Browns. What does it mean? I like Vince Young in terms of let's just see what happens here, but they're both quarterbacks that uh, didn't even take an NFL snap last year. So I think if they're they're in the big plans, you have some concerns innately. I I tweeted yesterday, and I sincerely believe this, if – it plays out where they don't do quarterback, don't lean hard on a quarterback in this draft, and it's a Vince Young, Tyler Thigpen, Brian Hoyer battle as a starting quarterback. Browns fans, you are free to quit. You're free to quit the NFL, get out of town, get out of Dodge because you're staring at another three and thirteen, Look, and wait, it's by never going to get that better. By the way, that wouldn't even that wouldn't even be top twenty 
worst scenarios that that fan base has been through right. in the last 10 years. Not even close. If you haven't quit by now, that's not going to put you over the top. That's more well, promising than the most reason, quarterback lineups they've that, had. <laughs> the reason I say that is because, and I've, I've been pounding what, the table. What was their quarterback lineup last year? standing on the table, vomiting on the table, saying, go get Johnny Football and revitalize your franchise. If not only do you pass on quarterbacks in this draft, then you go with this poo-poo platter. It's just like, get Hold out, on. bail. But let's, in your world where that's a bad thing for Brown, <laughs> let's just go back oh, just one year where you can pick between Brandon Whedon and Jason Campbell. Yeah, I'd rather but at, have Vince Young. At the time, Thank you. you had hopes for Brandon Whedon going into last year because he was okay as a rookie. And you and Wait, we liked him. You the guy that predicted well, you him didn't to too. be. Not I, like no. me. Yeah, that's no, true. No, of course. Of course. Dan, because Dan said this was a 4,000-yard <laughs> quarterback. 32 <laughs> touchdowns. And it's looked, a shame that he injury looked like Green Lantern in the preseason. I mean, he looked, he looked outrageous. For a He's going to get those numbers over the course of his career. Maybe. No, he won't. <laughs> but no, it is. He goes to Canada. It's a totally different scenario because, yeah, he was – Coming off a rookie season where there were some ups, and but this is a situation. These are journeymen. Mark, I, I'm not going to put a sandwich online, but I'd be happy to. It's just not exciting. There's no way they don't take a quarterback. So I don't think we have to worry too much about this. It does make me think, though, these are two guys that ran the pistol formation. Kyle Shanahan's done that, looking for a mobile quarterback. So what are they looking at? Maybe they're not. Johnny I, football. Yeah. I think, so. I think it's interesting. I went back and watched what Shanahan did when Kirk Cousins started late in the year because I thought maybe we have no mobile quarterback and he's still the coordinator. Still, on every third down play, the pistol over and over and over and over. First and second, never. Uh. But it was like he's, he is married to running offense out of that formation. I don't think it's going away. Hubba hubba. Um, <laughs> moving forward, you know, this is kind of interesting with the draft coming up. Justin Blackman, I remember in 2012, that was the Blackman draft, right? Yeah. Um, there was a, a video guy that we worked with at the NFL. That, that was a draft, uh, the first draft that I was involved with. And I was in New York. And what they do, they take around the rookies. The, they take around the draft guys around the city in the week leading up to the draft. And they, you know, take them to the New York Stock Exchange. They put them on the roof of Radio City. They do a bunch of photo ops and things of that nature. And I remember this particular video editor telling me that there was one person that stood out, Justin Blackman, was was miserable during the entire process, and he just see, he was very sullen and not friendly and very rude. And I remember thinking, "Uh oh, that could be trouble." Now we move to the present time. Justin Blackman, this is a, you are an Iraqi junior. <laughs> wow, yeah. Justin Blackman unlikely to play in 2014. The only reason it just it triggered my memory because we're talking about the draft a lot. But uh, <laughs> you know, Blackman's had issues with. Uh, substance abuse. Jaguars general manager David Caldwell told reporters on Friday that regarding Blackman, it's not something we're counting on uh, getting back the wide receiver who has uh, been suspended indefinitely without pay for violating the NFL policy and program for substances of abuse. So kind of it's a sad story with the guy. He's so talented. He showed it whenever he's been on the field, but he has these issues that he's dealing with and it Probably won't let him get on the field. If only they had spoken to uh, private investigator Dan Hansis. <laughs> could have cleared up this character uh, concerns. He saw it, it all coming a mile away. You don't want to draft anybody in a bad mood. <laughs> I hate to say it. it was not a bad mood. It was beyond that, apparently. That's, Wait, you what, know, that's what I this took This could be that. another career for you, Dan. Blackman, like <laughs> in his first two games back last year when he was suspended the other time, 19 catches, 326 yards in his first two games. I would love to see a bizarre team 
like the Seahawks come out of nowhere and somehow convince a regime that didn't draft Blackman and probably views him as a headache at this point, give him a late-round, six, seven-round combination pick, get Blackman on your roster and see if he's ever brought back in the league. That's some creativity. I like it. He is a he start. I'd last year he showed flashes. I thought top the making the list leap, and he only played mm. a few games. Not often that you hear about suspended players uh, getting traded, but you can do that. The Cowboys spoke to the Tennessee Titans about trading for Adam Pacman Jones back in two thousand and eight, and so if it's you're not Seattle, crazy to me, you're still not? toying around with Sidney Rice. Why not take a, just a chance on this? Well, it's it's. I think it goes beyond just taking a chance. It's not like a guy with a bad knee or something. This is a guy with a potential serious drug problem that you're gonna with take, a contract, take it onto your into your hands it, instead of letting someone else have to. But deal also with it. a contract with zero guaranteed money. Jacksonville can get out of it. Number one, without costing them anything, but so can the next team. You know what the problem with this scenario is? The Seahawks draft Super Bowl MVPs in the seventh round. Hmm. Listen, last year, the guy that won the Super Bowl for him didn't play till the Super Bowl. Maybe you just wait and see what happens if you drop Justin Blackman into the NFC West race in Week Ten. All right, Mark, I like that. It's amazing, by the way, the Cowboys Optimistic. gave up. The Cowboys gave up a fourth round pick for Adam Jones, even though he was suspended. That is bizarre wow. to think mm. about. Sounds like a Jerry Jones move. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Mark, I just want to throw this one in here because first of all, you wrote it, and also it kind of spoke. It was almost like your spirit animal in a way. Clipboard Jesus, Charlie Whitehurst stayed in a log cabin at minicamp. Um, <laughs> this just seems like something you would do. So I'll throw it to you on that. I like it. He basically, it struck me as odd and bizarre because he did not want to uh, pay the rate, the going rate at Holiday Inn. So oh, he decided, and I looked on a map, how cheaper. far away from Nashville is this like White Sands or whatever campground that he went to? And it's some part of Google Maps where it just ascends into green forest land. <laughs> so he must have driven up a hill far away to get to research. this thing. Well, I wanted to find out, did he it's travel good. 300 miles a night? It wasn't that far away. But honestly, he just signed a, a two-year, $4 million contract. Is this guy really pinching pennies? I, uh, raises some questions. I brought up downstairs. I thought if we were doing a game where... We had to pick the equivalent quarterback for each one of the Around the League writers. I think Mark Sessler would be Charlie Whitehurst. Mark was offended by this. Well, I don't like, like here. You know, I thought about it again. <laughs> I don't like the career implications because it suggests I have no talent. But at the same <laughs> it time, does. it d- right? very directly coming suggests from that. your boss. Well, it was yeah. like, wait a minute, what? But well, but he's getting paid well to do very. That's little. right. It, he has a Matt Flynn-like <laughs> again, ability to do nothing. <laughs> And make continue to stay in his industry and make more money with this last contract than we ever thought he would, and more than Russell Russell Wilson. And then to take it back to the real world, he'll make more money in this two year deal than you'll probably see your entire life. So it's not that bad. I was saying really more his <laughs> thank you, Greg. his human spirit, like he's a man of the woods, and he's I a could, minimalist. I bet he likes Kerouac a lot. You know, that's more what I was getting at. Do you think Charlie Whitehurst <laughs> has ever even heard of Jack Kerouac? Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I think he's into it. I think he surfs while reading Jack Kerouac. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all in play. <laughs> all I right, wouldn't advise reading a book on a surfboard. <laughs> well, that's what makes him the clipboard Jesus. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. It's the game that all the kids love. It's go get my lunch. That last part is supposed to be yeah, At this point, it's almost like you're just ignoring all my... <clears throat> Suggestions I'm going to work the last on it. Part. Yeah, you're right <laughs> about that. In Come fact, 
For the rest of this podcast, I will not say <laughs> it just I will just say it the way it is. So this is the game. In case you are new to the game, because we've only really played it once formally, uh, go get my lunch. This is a game of skill and valor <laughs> in which each of us will throw out, and it's going to be draft-related only. You know, So this is, every, everything that's thrown out here will be predictions or kind of uh, some type of going out on a limb on some level about something that will happen in the draft. And then each of the remaining men in the room will have the opportunity to say, I agree, that's, that will happen, or disagree. And if there is a disagreement, you could put a sandwich on the line. The man who throws out the initial proposition can choose how many sandwiches to put on the line. Uh, so you could maybe just take one person sandwich bet. Or if everyone's disagreeing with you, you could say, you know, forget you guys. I'll take all your bets. So you could win up to three sandwiches on a single proposition. You could also lose three sandwiches. So that is the game. But for the record, if you don't take all the sandwiches that people are coming at you, it, we are questioning your manhood. It's, it's a it's, it's a lame. game. It's weak. Dan Skill, did it last time. And it worked valor, to Dan's favor. And strategy. Not in my eyes. It's it's a game. <laughs> if it, only the wise survive. So you need to pick pick wisely. So one, we, one relevant point here: it doesn't have to be just sandwiches. It's go get my lunch. Mm. Mark, not a sandwich fan. If he wins, calls them contraptions. We have, we have to get whatever he wants for that's, lunch. That's I like true. That. But considering Mark doesn't like food, the options are going to be limited. High octane quiche. French fries. Go get me a two dollar box of white rice. We have to go out and get truffle fries. High octane olives. All right. So why don't we? I'll get it going, all right? How about that? All right. First one, gentlemen, the Titans, Rams, and Cardinals will all take quarterbacks by the end of round three. That's interesting and wildly specific. I like that. Mm -hmm. All of them by the end of round three. I'll take you up on that. All right. Because it's all of them. I think, Dan, you picked well here, and I agree with you. Mm. All right. You will not take me up on it. I like that. This is the most thought-provoking sandwich bet or lunch bet, I think, in the history of this game. A long, storied <laughs> history. I really like it. I mean, yeah, I had to think Maybe a lot. Maybe you should have put a lot more thought into Arthur Jones. Yeah. The <laughs> yes. The that first was... ever question. <laughs> The first, the first ever go get my lunch question about Arthur Jones West made out with a couple sandwiches. Off I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the bet. You will take it. Yeah. You can, see, Greg is go easy to lure into things because he can't help himself. <laughs> it's almost the man with an addiction in this game. This is why it's perfect. <laughs> All right. So I got I got Wes and Greg sandwiches. I just need some action. Chris was desperately. <laughs> I just need to feel. Greg, sandwich bet junkie. <laughs> Wes? Okay. We wrote about this last week. We've talked about it. The Bucks are going to draft a quarterback, which leaves mm. Mike Glennon freely available. By Sunday night, Mike Glennon is on a team other than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. I'll take you on that. That is bold. I'll take that in a second. You kidding me? I love it. I Sunday? will take it as well. Wow. Are you going to take all three of us? 
Well, why? I thought we. I had to. No, you didn't. No, you well, didn't. You take, well, I apparently have, I bully you. I have manhood, so I will take yeah. all three. Yeah. See, you guys don't play the game with smarts. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, Marcus introduced a new level of strategy to this game. This was supposed to be his question. Mm. He knew that I was interested <laughs> in the question, Ooh. so he flipped it to me, knowing that he would take the opposite side. Well, wow, that is, I am. That's you're a some schemer. Like, that's I like would like Richard to exit level stuff. this contest, not owing like <laughs> twenty-two sandwiches well, this time. Here's the thing, though: how you really win is if you go for some high stakes, high reward. West took all our bets last time on Arthur Jones, and so he ended up being the big winner. That's how you win. This is how you get a big score, but. Uh, it's a little let's, crazy. Let's stay factual, though. I did not take Wes's. Arthur I did Jones not bet. take Arthur Jones. Hey, either. Let's not be too factual. <laughs> Even it's if a the podcast. Bucks draft a quarterback in the fourth round, <laughs> Mike Glennon's out of there. I wow. agree, but you Eventually. said by Sunday night. Yes, that's the. By, I, I think he's gone. I don't hmm. think it will be usually, the when these, usually when these trades happen, they happen during yeah, the draft. That's true. If if it's gonna happen, I, I think it'll happen this weekend. So that's why we're betting. Yeah. Goal. Not should, this should, Sunday, the Sunday following actually, the draft. No, we should stop oh. using the word betting. It's a bad word around here. That's oh, why it it's just, called go get my lunch. What, it's just an errand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gold Center, do you have any idea who Richard Hatch is? No idea. Anybody else in the room? He is the original winner of uh, Survival. And Mark's spirit <laughs> survival. animal. Sur- is that not right? Survivor. <laughs> so yeah. close. Survivor. Yeah. Listen, that is one when I sort of checked out of reality television, but I do know that. Yeah. What um, do you mean when you checked out? That's like when it started. No, well, the real world was the start. Oh, okay. The real world. A yeah. decade early. By the way, everyone keep track of your own sandwich. Um, I'm writing it all down. Wagers. Wait, so wait, you took all of our? Yes. Let's have one secretary. All right. Yeah. Mark Sessler. The Detroit Lions will pick at number 10 as planned. Ooh, I feel like the air just yeah. came out of the room. Yeah, that's you your, like that's that your fastball. That's not. That's, that's not bold. That's like coming back from shoulder surgery and throwing an eighty-four mile per hour fastball <laughs> in your first rehab start. <laughs> I agree with you. You do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so no too. one thinks they'll trade. No. no. I mean, there's a chance, but I would. I, if I if a sandwich on the line, I'm gonna maybe keep trade. That, maybe you shouldn't have traded. Maybe shouldn't have traded. That's to okay. The draft too much. It's a game. No, that, he's hey. gun shy because he just spent a lot of money oh. on Thursday. I think that's what this is about. I've that, got I've got other uh, questions in my arsenal. Do you want to so. you want to throw out another one right now, or do you want to hold and think about it? It's some okay more? to throw out one. I mean, we're just want stepping to. into the waiting pool. <laughs> Let me double down. No, I don't like how that went. All I don't right. like how that went. Here we go. Let's try this again. Teddy Bridgewater will fall out of the first round. I'll take you up on that one. You think he will be picked in the first I round? I think he will be picked in the first round. Probably by your Browns I at number 26. I think he will fall out of the first round. Geno Smith-like. Yeah. Geno-like, yeah. I won't take that bet either, that sandwich idea. Uh, I was thinking of that as one of my options, so now i got to come up with something else. But, yeah, no, I don't think so. We Ma- should. Mike Mayock thinks he's going to fall out of the first round, and – I'm pretty sure disagreeing with Mike Mayock is grounds for uh, firing at the NFL. Uh, so Wesley, I'm sticking with you. you. You're a little bit higher than Br- on Bridgewater than some. I don't get the whole fall thing. Like I, I just don't understand how everybody loved his game film, and then because of a bad pro day, everybody hates him. So Chris has him going in the first round. Yes. All right. What if we came up with an alternate alternate word for bet? Like a uh, blarg. 
I don't like that word. Blarg? Doesn't do anything for you? I don't like Blarg. All right, let's think about that. Sounds like a cartoon exasperation. All right. Blarg. (laughs) Greg Rosenthal, your turn. All right. This one is changed. We were having a conversation downstairs. Daniel Jeremiah was involved, and it totally changed what I was even thinking with this one. So I'm going to go. Sammy Watkins will be drafted number three by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll take the Jaguars for Watkins, and you can all have the other 31 teams. Mm. I'll take it. I'll take that, too. Go get me some sandwiches next week <laughs> because I like that one. Justin Wait, Black- you gave us the field. I gave you the field. This is I'm going against type. Yeah. But I'm not even convinced Jacksonville picks at number three. Mm. Justin Ooh. Blackman is, you know, they're not even counting on him. That doesn't even matter. They don't have any wide receivers. They also don't have a they quarterback. They don't have any quarterback. They don't have any offense. So take the best offensive prospects that can get some points on the board. They can get a great wide receiver in the second round. Yeah, I'm in on that too. I will take all three of yours, and this is going to be the key part of me winning an <laughs> avalanche of sandwiches next week. You are far too excited about the gambling aspect of this sandwich game. Sandwich avalanche. <laughs> sandwich avalanche. You're almost suspiciously excited about this game. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know what Do that means. Do you have insider information on this? No, you guys were there. We were all talking. I'm saying beyond the no. DJ conversation. It just makes a lot of sense. Have, are you, have I, you become close fast friends with David Caldwell over the last few months? <laughs> <laughs> All setting up to this moment. Yeah, that would be a, quite nefarious. Machiavellian, um, even. All right. I'll throw this one out here. I don't know if I'll get any nibbles on it, but I'll throw one out. I got Jadavian Clowney as the first pick in the draft. Does anybody want to take a sandwich bet hmm. that that's not true? That's a tough one because you're basically – this is all a 50-50 thought. And is there a 50% chance that he's not the pick – because they could trade out. We just talked about it. They could take Khalil Mack. Well, they could trade out, and then Clowney could still go number one. It's not the Texans. Oh. That Clowney mm. is the number one pick by whomever. I'm not going to take I'm it. I'm going to side with it. you on that. Yeah. I, I'm not taking it. No nibbles. Okay. That's on fine. That one. All right. Then I'll throw this Stinky one out. Stinky bait. I got a, I got a feeling, <laughs> I got a feeling that that's I will get word. something on this. The Dallas Cowboys will select Johnny Manziel. With their first pick oh. in the 2014 <laughs> NFL Draft. <laughs> I'll take that I will one. Take you I'll on take that. it. Oh! I'll take that action. I know, I know Dan's not going to take all three because he's not a true believer. I will take all three <laughs> yeah! picks. Yes! Because he's going to the Cowboys. Yeah! He's the three quarterback. sandwiches. And he's the quarterback of the Cowboys of the future. We are already celebrating, See? Chris, uh, Mark, and I. This is great. <laughs> now, you want to talk about onions. You want to talk about believing in yourself and not caring what anybody else says. <laughs> you, want to, you want to talk about just, just being filled with guts. That's it. <laughs> you want to talk about onions. I'd like some onions on the great sandwich you're going to get me. Oh, this is going to be so sweet. You know, I thought. Speaking of sweet, I thought the top of the world was <laughs> w- when I accurately predicted a Super Bowl blowout. This will make that look like poppycock. All right, I'm going to give you two rookie quarterbacks, and I'm going to tell you but where they both land. Mm. All right, this is going to cost me some money. I have a feeling Blake Bortles is going to be uh, joined with Norv Turner in Minnesota. Ooh, that's a good fit. And Derek Carr is going to go to the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> And if both of those things don't happen, we get 
lunch? All right, I'm Jeez. taking that one. All right, okay, well, back. now I feel better about the Manziel. Yeah, that actually, that might be even lower percentage. That's that's bold. I like that it. That might be the most bold so you thing just, ever thrown I just out. Have Two a exact landing spots. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Mark says car. Oh, my God, that is gutsy, too. I'm going to uh, I am the wife playing. and let her know that we need to take some money out of the savings <laughs> account. Now we're playing the game. Yeah. Greg and Wes, you are you are on the clock now because Mark and I just let it all out there. I just onions see, everywhere. Sammy Watkins to the Jags was my move. I mean, I I'd have n- nothing bring to it higher than that. that. Wes, well, come up with something on the fly. Three wide receivers will come off the board in the first fifteen picks. Hmm. So that I believe that will happen. I agree with you. Well, I think I'll take a sandwich on that. I who, figured I could lure Greg in on this one. Who's the third receiver? Not that you have Odell to name Beckham them, but just to for the your Steelers, okay, or any of the wide receivers to the Steelers. Oh, so by the oh, you said pick fifteen, huh? By pick 15. Interesting. By the Steelers pick, I don't know. Hold on here, you've got the Jets in there. You've yeah, but got the Jets are eighteen. Jets are eighteen. Mm. I'll take you on that. All right, let's do it. Just lured in another one. Yep. All right, so Wesseline has three receivers in the first fifteen. Oh, this is exciting. Mark decided not to take. I'm not touching that. I see trade. I'll tell you why. Now, I'm not looking at the teams that are there. I'm looking at the teams. Going to trade up. I like Mayock said mm. six wide receivers in the first round. And it could happen, though, that, you know, there's that early run in the very beginning with uh, Watkins and Evans. But then I see the rest of it maybe starting with maybe the Jets and Steel- Steelers. Jets are at 18. I feel like the, the fourth wide receiver off the board will go to the Jets. Odell that- Beckham. Is the hottest name in the draft right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel good about this one already. I, I think Wes has nailed later. this. I, I just lured in a couple. It's been fun to watch <laughs> the like evolution of, all over again. of Mark playing this game. He started out thinking about that receipt from yesterday, and he just barely <laughs> had this milk toast little one. And then he felt like, oh, this is no good. I got The old Mark's got to come back. And you I came might have the gambling the most, issue. The most outrageous one humanly possible. I don't and now think you're that's like, outrageous. oh, my God, what have I done? I'm not going to be involved in any <laughs> bets <laughs> anymore. We have, time, we have time for one more, and then we'll get into the uh, Manziel, one more Manziel uh, blarp. Okay, I need to have blarp. a second one. It, it's similar to, to Chris's. And uh, – I said this one before, so I'm going to stick with it. Only two quarterbacks are drafted in the first round. Exactly two. Two QBs in the first round. There will be no trading up for Derek Carr. There will be no surprise Zach Mettenberger, A.J. McCarron. Exactly or two quarterbacks. Bridgewater, two quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Not three. And not one. Not one, not Not four. Three. Two quarterbacks. I'm going to take you up on that because I think your New England Patriots are going to uh, <laughs> oh cause you a problem and take a quarterback <laughs> up high. <laughs> uh, uh, now, baby. If you really had guts, you. I think we should. I'm have, saying more. If we had right. another, if we had, we should have another subset of this game in which you put on the line your old Sessler that Tom Brady ends up being on the Browns, and we don't get you lunch. We get you. A sandwich shop. <laughs> if that's true, we have to buy you a, a contraption sub- shop, even a Subway franchise or something like that. I would not want to have to deal with that. So no, thank you. Okay, uh, back you to can buy me a sandwich <laughs> shop. But back to your question, I think you nailed it, Greg. I think uh, I think two is the number. I think okay. Manziel will go, and I think you know probably Bortles or someone like that will go a little later. And I, 
I can't. I can't get on board. Okay, with Mark's that. taking it. Yeah, and it's basically Bortles in Manziel, but I won't even bother to specify it. Two quarterbacks in the first round. Are uh, you? This in? one's the hardest one yet. Mm, good. If you believe in Bridgewater the way you say you do, you but got I wouldn't to be shocked this. if Bortles fell all the way out. Hmm. And Carr. Well, Carr, I don't expect to go in the first round anyway. Mm. All right, we're going to need your I'll, decision. I'll Wes. take you up on this just because that's the point of the game. That's not a smart way to play the game. That's how you lose Talking sandwiches. To the I like it. Sandwich leader. I like it. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> we should keep. I'm, all the Mario, time. I'm the Mariana Rivera of this game. It's <laughs> like a guy. It's like a baseball player after the opening day talking about he's the home run leader. Enter Sandman. <laughs> if the, <laughs> that last part's a but. If there's a listener out there that can keep track of our all-time standings. In uh, Go wow. Get My Lunch, that would be great. You can help us and email it to me. Contact us on Twitter. That would be a big help. Zach, will you want to jump in now? Golden yeah, Tate gonna... is not involved in the draft in <laughs> any way. Just... Well, the, that's out the window now. Um, <laughs> here's a two-parter, and this is why <laughs> wow. I'm only taking one. You ready? Despite not being listed on the official NFL.com three-team needs of the New York Giants, <laughs> the New York Giants take a tight end in the first round, and trade down to do so. <laughs> that's wow. very specific. That's very specific. That's wildly. That's why I'm so only taking one. You're saying The Eric, trading down thing is where you really went wrong there. The you think so? I think so. Eric Ebron's going to the Giants? The tight end thing was bold. Beyond that was Sessler. I see them taking Ebron, <laughs> but I, I don't see them taking Ebron at 12. Well, I'll, take, I'll take that. I'll take, I'll take that. I action. will take that so also. They'll, they'll trade down for it? You're only Should taking... I take that bit out? I don't know a no, lot about football. Now. No, you can't now. Okay, all right. It's so it's there. there. But I get to choose who I want to yeah, take. Yeah, I'll the... stay out of it. You yeah. can choose between these three gentlemen. Okay, yeah. We can't take too much. You don't make nearly as much I'll go with Greg. He gave me a book today. It was nice. Okay. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really? Like I'm basically buying Greg lunch. It's got how a bartering system here. That seems a little nefarious. You had some type of outside... Uh, and trade, it's a, it's a big boy league, on. Dan. If it's this was the NCAA, league. you would both be banned. Yeah, that's I, sanction worthy. I brought in a book I, that I thought would be interest for Zach out of the kindness and of my heart. Got not, a favor. Had nothing to do with the game, and you're taking that against me. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll have the the board. will look into this. All right, we're running out of time, so let's just hit finally Johnny Manziel, gentlemen, and and Gold Standard. You could also get in on this one. Everyone's going to pick a team where Manziel will land. land. Hmm. And if someone hits on it, that's sandwiches from everybody. So that is four sandwiches to the victor. So if you got the Cowboys right, you would get it right twice? I would get, by the way, I would make seven sandwiches if Johnny Manziel goes to the Cowboys. You're like in this the scenario. wimpy of sandwiches. Well, why do you get double credit for it? You're really, it's just the same thing. No, oh, so I, now all of a sudden my, my death bet is something that's working in my favor. You can't have it both ways. You can double down. Of course, I'm doubling down on Johnny Manziel. So there's an order here, no and sense. if Greg picks Team A, no one else can pick that team? Um, I guess. I'm picking the team I'm picking regardless. Well, no, you could, I guess you could split it. Well, let's see what happens. Is in, somebody... the, in the spirit of double doubling down, you get the KFC double down in the event that you win. You just get seven <laughs> of those. Oh, yeah. And then I die three days later <laughs> of heart failure. But okay. All right, so um, Wes, you are the defending champion of the game, so you get... Johnny Football is going to the Rams. Hmm. Okay. All right. That would be exciting. Wouldn't have expected that to be the number one pick. I like that. Um, <laughs> I probably actually was about to go there myself, but hmm. I'm going to switch up and say, so that I can get potentially two quarterback uh, bets wrong here, 
Johnny Football to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Whoa, how does that work? It, these don't all, you have to have car going to the These brand? don't have to all tie together. <laughs> no, so you're losing a sandwich again, one way it, or another. It, the the yep. strategy is faulty there, but it's okay. You're, it's you're not hedging faulty. your bets. The strategy makes sense. The integrity has completely <laughs> gotten this out of your This game is not about integrity if I'm going to take Never the lead was. of you three. This podcast is not integrity. I'm going to go based. Raiders. They're next on the board, like basically. That. Number five, Ra- Raiders. Right. And gold standard. I was going Raiders. Oh. Where do I go you now? Can, this though, is right? absurd. You could, you could go Raiders. Go Raiders. I'm going Raiders, too. I guess you guys can split the, bou- the, uh, sure. the bounty. Sure, room. yes. Okay. So let's go. And so I took the Cowboys. Wes took the Rams. Mark took the Browns. And Gold Standard and the Boss both went with the Raiders. Nobody goes Jaguars, Texans, or Vikings. Hmm. I don't think he gets to Vikings at number eight unless they're well, going to move up. My initial thing on Sammy Watkins was going to be Manziel to the Jags, but I cha- I, I don't know. I lost. I changed my <laughs> mind at the very last second. You know, uh, like when a, in Hollywood, when a screenplay gets wicked hot on Friday yes. night and it circulates around the, the that's Manziel in the in the forty eight mm. hours leading up to this draft. <laughs> he is. Everyone says not going to follow the top ten. He ain't going past the top five. I think you can take this podcast back to January, where you and I told everyone in America that he will go in the first three picks of the draft. Right. I think you can take it and put it in the Library of Congress. <laughs> Leave it for people fifty years from now to listen to. I like what a everyone great in America product. listens to this podcast. That's that's very exciting to know and a little overwhelming. All over the world, really. Um, all right, so that's it. The, all the all the uh, bets, wagers, blarps—they're all in, and Greg has them written down. Is it a, is it organized, Greg? Can we I, trust you? On I'm this? beginning to think choosing me as the secretary <laughs> was <laughs> troubling. We will have the audio. We'll take a picture of that and put it on the site because I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it done into email form at some point. I, it's a this promise. This looks wretched, Greg. <laughs> this does not look organized at all. There's some over here as well. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, we will. Obviously, this will all be settled by next weekend. We, the podcast, Mark and I head to New York uh, this weekend. So Greg and Wes will hold it down from the studio. Mark and I will be on the line. We'll be, we'll be calling in. It'll be very exciting. And we'll talk all about the draft and uh, anything else that you, we want. You know what we'll do? We're, we'll put all these sandwich propositions up on the Around the League site so, like that. so everyone can see it and, and root on from home. It's a game for all of America. <laughs> the children love the whole it. Family. All right, so thank you for listening. We will be back on Monday. This is Dan Hansis signing off for the mailman, the sizzler, the boss, and the gold standard behind the glass. Until Monday. This is Corbaboy, my crab. Oh. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.